Welcome to the bonus podcast for episode 472 of Conversation Street. Hello. Good intro. I always get nervous because you're going to turn me off. <laughs> Every time. So I'm not even looking at you. I let you do the intro in your own way. Hello, no, everybody. Don't. You totally do whatever you say. I am Michael. I'm Gemma. And today we're going to be talking about Coronation Street behind bars. All the prison stories there's been over the year, which is a topic that I've you know, had on the... People keep the, asking us, don't they? Yeah, I've had it on my list for a while of yeah. things to cover. And I mean, it's always linked to someone. It seems that there's always somebody in Coronation Street behind bars at some point or another. Multiple. Yeah, so um, why not Why not now? Because we've got old... Car- uh, who's up there? Harvey and Faye are both yeah. banged up at the moment. Johnny's just got out, literally. He has, he's... Yeah, he's just been released. Who um, else is on their way in? I don't know. I'm sure that's something that we can uh, that we can cover before before we reach the end of this discussion. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look back at Coronation Street in the past and find out who has been banged up, uh, what for, some of the you know it's prison stats. I think it could be. I, th- I think there's some quite interesting information in here that, I, that I've been. I've been looking forward to doing this. Yeah. So um, before we start, I wanted to do a little bit of a background UK prison stats. Um, just so that you know, people from the UK or you know outside the UK as well can um, some get get some idea about how Weatherfield, um, Nerdy Wells compare with uh, real life. And uh, these stats came from July twenty twenty, so Where less from? than a year old. Um, the internet. Oh God! <laughs> I just found that there was the UK. there was some report covered. Yeah, and this is this is some um, information about what was going on um, in in prison last summer so at the time right so at the moment in the uk there are 67 million eight hundred and eighty-six thousand and four people oh nice nice thank yeah. you and eighty-seven thousand nine hundred of those are prisoners in the uk that's i mean does that seem like lots to you or not no. many that that seems like quite a lot does to it? me yeah, that seems like a massive, massive number. I don't what actually know percentage? how many prisons there are in the UK. I don't know. I haven't oh, worked that God's one sake. out. But I mean, yeah, eight, eight, nearly 88,000 prisoners. That's, that seems like lots of naughty, naughty people. I or maybe it. some wrongfully imprisoned people, of course, because if Coronation Street's taught us anything, then a good proportion of the people that have been banged up didn't do any of it, as Deirdre told us. There are, there are 117 prisons... In the UK. Okay, okay. Um, So there are 173 prisoners per 100,000 people in England and Wales. That was the stat that I found from last summer. Um, And looking back, um, you know, because we're going to be comparing... Coronation Street in prison now to to back when it started or whatever. I haven't got the stats for 1960, but I have found out that there are four times as many prisoners now in the UK than there were in 1900. So we're going back 120 years, and then yeah, the number is quadrupled. Now, obviously, the purport, the the population of the country has increased then as well, um, but the actual proportion of people in prison has doubled since um since 1900 so i don't know whether we're just getting more efficient or whether we're getting naughtier or what but yeah twice as many per people percentage rise uh, behind bars now there's a particularly steep rise in the 1990s you can see this little graph of it going up and it's just like wrong in 1990s so i don't know what was going on there drugs probably i don't know um, but um, it's not all bad, though, because it has been at least roughly plateauing in the last 10 years, the number of people in prison. Here's another good fact, Gemma. The number of uh, the, the people in prison in the UK are ageing 
Um, in 2002, the over 50s only made 7% of the people in uh, prisons, whereas now 17% of people in prisons, so nearly a fifth of prisoners, are over 50. Must be some kind of correlation between that and all the, all the extra people we've got now. So maybe they've made something that only old people do into a crime. Or maybe it's just all those people that were banged up in the 90s when they were you know, in their still. 30s and stuck there still 20 years later. Not 0.088% of people in the UK oh, okay. are in prison at the moment. Good bit of maths. I didn't do any maths. Um, the fo- um, I oh, think it's interesting to um to talk about, like, in in America, one out of 100 people. Oh, really? One in a hundred Americans are in prison. Blimey, that is a lot, isn't it? Um, well, it's it's slightly it's slightly under that, but it's still roughly. one. Blimey, okay. Very foreign nationals make up eleven percent of UK prisoners. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say was twenty percent of the world's twenty percent of the people in the whole world who are in prison. Yeah. Are in America. So wow. America's in prison 20% of, of the world's prisoners. Um, 20%, 27% of um, the prison population are people of minority ethnicities currently in the UK, and that's versus 13% of the general population. 49% of prisons, so nearly half of prisons in the UK, are overcrowded. Yeah, but that also, I mean, obviously you, you just brushed over that minority ethnic thing. That's pretty bad, and the, that's a similar yeah, thing. Yeah, versus like, the uh... um, you know about why that is. We're not here to talk about that, <laughs> um, but you there are lots of different theories as to why that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about prisons being overcrowded. Now we, you guys might remember, we went to a prison, um, last year. Yes, we did. Um, a, a closed prison, which is now open to uh for tourism and um they were talking about the fact that most victorian prisons were built for there to be one prisoner housed in one cell and now it is obviously incredibly common to have two prisoners in one cell and so if if that's now the norm what the heck is going on in the 49 percent of prisons that are overcrowded is that plus an extra person somewhere or is 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 two per people in a in a cell still the baseline i, I honestly i don't that's know really that's, interesting. that's generally what we see I on coronation street isn't it don't they yeah 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 unless they're in solitary oh, <laughs> um, like bliss. Four per- i'm joking four percent of the uk prison population is female so i think that that's rather sexist that they're banging up all the men I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> that would be interesting to compare to the number of Coronation Street, um, you know, the proportion of Coronation Street prisoners who are female versus male. And the most common reasons why um, UK adults have been banged up, firstly, is violence, then sexual offences, drug offences, theft offences. This is all, you know, most Very common to least it. common. Uh, and robbery. Um, whereas other crimes like criminal damage, possession of weapons, public order offences, fraud and motoring, at least uh, motoring, motoring. offences, you know, are least common reasons <laughs> for people to go into prison. So keep all this in prison. mind as we are discussing some of the Coronation I... Street prison stories and see how that compares. There's some really... I've, I've, we've got the um, the gov, gov.uk website up here for prison statistics and it's actually really interesting. I didn't realise that of all of our prisons... We actually have 15 that are private. Did you know that? I did not know that. No, that's crazy. And apparently, um, so I think... Is that like the booper of prisons? Is it like, is that where you want to go? That's where all the rich buggers go. (laughs) So apparently, um, they, there have been 143 people run away from prison last year. 
Oh, this is between really? 2019 and 20. 143 prison well, it escapes. it says abscons. That's, oh, maybe well, some of it's like if you're let out on bail and then they don't come back again. Abscond is an escape that does not involve overcoming a physical security restraint. So yeah. I guess you just walk out. <laughs> but apparently there have been two escapes from proper high security... Um, well, there you go. We, we've had a couple of prison escapes on Coronation Street as well, haven't we? And... It always seems a bit far-fetched, but you never know. These... Uh, perhaps this might be relevant for some of the things we're talking about later. Um, there were 86 hostage incidents in 2019 to 20. Wow. So that is where somebody who's unlawfully held against their will by one or more individuals, either static or on the move... How the other half live. I know. So we did have that in Coronation Street just recently, didn't we? Do you remember? Well, was it? Would you count this as hostage? You know, when David was um, locked in the room with uh, Josh. You remember when he was um, when they were in prison a couple of years ago and they barricaded themselves in? Would that count as a hostage situation? I don't really know. Not sure. Right, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of information about um, what you get up to after you after you go to prison but i don't understand it and i can't read it as i'm going on the fly but that they do they do target all this information about how well you got on yeah. after prison and i assume that the um majority of coronation street characters contribute to that being quite a good reflection on the they prison just get service. back on with just their go normal back life. To work yeah. yeah um there's slap on the wrist in prison it looks like there's 6,985 people who are in there for life and last, well, it's, it's still 2019 to 20, um, they accidentally released 50 people. What, they, they shouldn't have, have done. Okay. Well, that's well, quite funny. That's never happened in Coronation Street where a character's just been like, right, off you go then. I mean... It, Tracy, closest, Incredibly <laughs> rare that it happens, obviously, because that's 50 out of, you know, 7,000. Yeah. But I would love them that's to so do that funny. one time. I suppose that, I wonder if that's the sort of thing where they think we can't do that because it makes the prison system look bad. I know, but they're not. They're so, everything makes everyone look bad on Coronation Street. That's true. I mean, so sometimes they have to um, you know, work with certain organisations to and never also, show them in a bad light. Yeah, but they don't have to work with the prison service because they've got that prison set now. That is true. That's and true. the other thing is, they've done nothing but promote the prison service for the past five or six years making out it's a blooming holiday <laughs> yeah, and no, no problem at all yeah. well they, what, have, they did have that riot a few years ago that looked a bit nasty i mean that's one character that's been in prison for the you know yeah they've, they've been in and out so do you want to talk about how many people uh, in the current cast yeah because this is what people have asked us a few times isn't it i, di- I did my stats i, I do went you know down how many people are in the whole cast yeah eight there's 82 people i've just gone by the current coronation street um website you know where you go onto the characters page and i counted down there and there's 82 people there 20 out of that 82 have been in prison at some <laughs> point so that's a quarter a quarter of the coronation street over cast a quarter. have been no that's under a quarter that's 24 no, percent it's over a quarter because the adults in the show children can't go oh prison. yeah yeah that's true actually so 80 the 82 characters are the adults and children and babies <laughs> exactly can't so we've baby we, in prison we've, we've probably got about well, se- what, 70 actually, adults do, on the show 65 70 see over a quarter of the adult population in coronation has been in prison this area is rough 
Yeah. No wonder. No wonder they got two lawyers living on the street. Yeah. Imran, Imran and Ada are probably raking it yeah. in there. No wonder the, it's so Paula cheap. Paula doesn't know what she's too. missing moving off somewhere. So th- this, by my calculations, and I'm sure that some people will be able to write in and tell me, no, you forgot about so and so. But we got Abby, David, Faye, Fizz, Gail, Gary, Grace, Izzy, Johnny, Ken, Kevin, Maria, Nick, Paul, Peter, Ray. He's still on the cast list according to the uh, website. Sally, Steve, Tracy and Yasmeen have all spent time doing porridge during their time on Coronation Street. And five of those are innocent as well. So that's, um, is it five? Yeah, five I've got here. A quarter of those were, were sent um, unlawfully to prison. So Fizz went, um, shouldn't have been in prison. Gail, Peter, Sally and Yasmeen. So, I mean, that's a bit of a, that says something about the justice system Should, of Weatherfield. Hang on that... a minute. How do you define innocent? Because being held in custody... It's well, not being unlawfully held, is okay, it? Okay, they didn't do any of it. Okay. Okay, is basically what my... But, I mean, Sally Sally was found guilty. Yeah, but yeah, but she was set up, wasn't she? I know, but there's a difference between what happened to Yasmin and what happened to Sally, because Yasmin did stab someone in the neck. That, okay, as fine, fine. As I keep bringing fine, this up. Fine, okay. Um, so I've I, I found some information. Uh, a, a lot of this came from um, Coropedia, as usual, but I got a few of it from the Coronation Street Past and Present Wiki as well about the different prisons that they use. Um, the main one, obviously, there's male and female prisons. They don't always make it, you know, mega obvious, obvious what the difference is between them on Coronation tell Street. By what the people in the prison are you can yes absolutely normally the, the main prison that they use at the moment on coronation street when they send men to prison is called highfield prison um and this used to use the castle armory drill hall in bury as exterior but now that's the one where they use the media city entrance which is quite funny yeah isn't which it? is the car entrance from the street yeah if you go to entrances. if you go to visit the coronation street set the main front entrance um where you know some, sometimes the fans will hang out to get autographs and the people driving in their cars in and out that's what they use as the prison and it's quite funny when we went there and they, they ha- it's where they've got the gate that raises up yeah. there's a massive sign that says Coronation Street or ITV or something out the front so the camera angle always has to be done in a certain way to obscure that I think they put that. a big sign up don't they that says yeah that's the one that we saw um, just a couple of weeks ago when Jenny, Sharon yeah, yeah Jerry, Jenny and Sharon met outside mm-hmm. so that's right outside um, where the set is now um, and, and I don't want to go through you know all the people that have been in that prison particularly because again we'll, we'll use some of it but that's where you know you had John State banged up Gary Windass was there um, this is where I think Johnny has been just recently we've had um, uh, Josh was there Paul David uh, Robert Preston has been there I think this is the most most characters have been to this prison um, Harvey Gaskell is in there now if you're of the female persuasion, though, um, then you might be ending up in Norcross prison if you've been a naughty girl. And um, <laughs> in the past 10 years or so, this has been the place where the uh, the ladies have been banged up. So we had like Fizz went there. Um, Gail was there or back in 2010. Um, or oh, Deirdre even in 1998, Norcross prison. Yasmin was there. there together. Yes, they were. Yeah, they did their yoga together, didn't they? Yeah, so quite, Yeah, quite a few women have, uh, have ended up in in that one. Um, so those are the main two. But also, oh, this is interesting. I've got Redford Prison here. Now this doesn't make sense. So I've, on my list, <laughs> this is what happens when I get spirit. my information from the from the two different websites. I've got Deirdre in Redford Prison and also Norcross also Prison. Got so. Gail in uh, both. Well, and don't, just don't both. just don't believe anything maybe, I say. Maybe it's just um, they they renamed it at some point. 
Yeah, I have. I've got Norcross and Redford Girl. Well, I don't know. Redford Prison's another one anyway. Redford Prison does. I don't think that they use that one anymore. No, no, they don't. It's Norcross now. Although yeah. I don't often hear. I do they. I don't remember whether they actually say Highfield Prison on the show. Whether I just remember reading it somewhere. Because um, I definitely I don't, don't remember, remember the name Norcross before. Highfield Prison. No, no. But anyway, that's where it is. If you want to, if you want to write to anybody, if you, yeah, if you some, if you're like, um, what was the name? Hannah, who wrote those letters to Jim when he was in there. Yeah. That's where you. That's need where you to need to address, address it. it to Highfield Prison, mm-hmm. Weatherfield. Yeah. Um, back in the past, we also had um, a couple of other places that Coronation Street characters would end up. So we have got Riley Remand Centre, and that's a real place. It's called um, Riley Prison now. And Jacko Ford ended up there in 1972 for burglary. Um, basically, he's been set up and then he's released when his partner confesses. Um, and um, th- it was it was all sets. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't actual prison that they went. Sometimes they use actual prisons, don't they, for Coronation Street yep. um, interior uh, prison scenes but yeah this this was set um and adam alan bradley in 1989 went there as well he was held on trial um before his trial there he was found guilty he was sentenced for two years this was after his you know terrorizing of rita but um because of all his uh because he'd signed all his period there on remand he was he walked free afterwards that was quite exciting <laughs> um Strange Ways is another prison that sometimes Coronation That's Street characters got sent to. Yeah, it's, it doesn't exist anymore. It's it's prison. it's a place in Manchester or you know in that area called Strange Ways. So it's not just the prison that's that's called that. It's the, it's the part of Manchester there. But yeah, the the prison is now called H M Prison Manchester, and it's even got it's a cool name, isn't it? Strange Ways, like or, yeah. Yeah, it is. It sounds it sounds um, villainous, doesn't it? It does. It does. Now that's I had um, riots there, and yeah. it used to be somewhere you would be executed. So oh, is that right? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we've had people like Terry Duckworth has been in Strange Ways. Jim and Steve McDonald both been there. Les Battersby, I think before Les came into the show. Um, Rob Donovan was in prison in Strange Ways. Paul at some point was in prison in Strange Ways. Not as many. Um, but it's certainly somewhere that, I don't know, I, I guess that nobody ends up there anymore. They prefer to, to use their own make-believe prison on Coronation Street now. Now, if you um, were at, what? So I was going to say, Strange Ways um, was, uh, it used to be a mixed prison um, until 1963. Oh, really? And they had the quickest hanging ever done, seven seconds. Wow. Um, How efficient. I think with Albert Pierrepoint, I think the guy was... Um, that's the person that they were talking about when we went on the prison tour. I forgot what the name of it was. Yeah, yeah, I've forgotten the name. Oh, it's it's really bad. That is bad, isn't it? But it's a great tour. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Um, they've, they've, yeah, they they executed quite a few um, sort of notorious evil people, including a couple of women. Yeah. There. Oh, so. Interesting stuff. Um, if we talked earlier about the fact that young people don't get sent to prison, so we didn't necessarily need to count them on our statistics, but we have had a couple of under 18s get um, banged up in Corrie before. So in 2008, David Platt went to the Larchfield Young Attend- uh, sorry, Attenders, Larchfield Young Offenders Institute um, for criminal damage. This is when he smashed up the street with his crowbar, if you remember, and he shared a cell with Graham Proctor there. Um, Seb Franklin was there a couple of years ago after he beat up Jackson Hodge. Um, and also Clayton Hibbs, Shona's son, was there in 2016 after he murdered Kylie. Um, he got transferred to Highfield Prison in 2019, though, when he turned 18. 
Um, so some famous Coronation Street prison stories in the past. You've you got facts? more stats. Come on then. More right, so st- is this, is this Curry stats or is this ways. real stats? This is strange ways. This is just, in- I just found this interesting. Um, the, some notable past inmates of strange ways, Ian Brady, the horrible murderer on the Moors murder. So horrible. Um, also they had some suffragettes that were put in there. Um, so Emily Davidson was, was, um, she she was sentenced to hard labour throwing rocks, um, and she and also um, Christabel Pankhurst was there, and um, Catherine and Helen Tolson who broke some glass in Manchester, very naughty, um, and Harold Shipman oh, was wow. was um, held out on remand, and the final one I thought was quite interested, da- David Dickinson, the antiques. Um, Bargain Hunt presenter was, was f- for, um, what does it say? It was for some kind of uh, well, te- Terry, um, fraud. Terry, Jim and Steve were in he good company. He was in though. there for fraud before he became a celebrity. So if you want to um, prevent crime, make people famous. Yeah. Seems to stop offending. <laughs> um, it was re- I, when I was doing my, my research about, you know, the different Corrie's prison storylines, because nowadays it feels like, you know... Every every year, every other year, there's somebody that gets banged up. More for some than once reason. a year now. Yeah, it's, it, like it's been, quite a regular been, occurrence now. Now they've in got the last their prison months, There's been three people in prison. I just off the top of my head, Gary, um, Johnny, Johnny, and Faye, and Harvey, obviously. And Har- yeah, so. there you go, four. That's yeah, but. But back in the day, it never really happened. That's Not much. They were law abiding. They were. I mean, we, and, we talked about and the, what the laws were were more complicated back in the day. Do you remember when old what's the face got in trouble for selling firelighters after seven o'clock at night? Oh yeah, Florrie Lindley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't get she banged didn't get up for that, prison. but you know, she carried on. Then who knows? Um, yeah, in the first like you know thirty years of the show, there's barely anybody gets sent to prison. I will point out we, we haven't put down the fact that um, Elsie was mad at. Dennis. Oh, Dennis. On the, in the fir- very first episode, it's alluded to the fact that he has come out of prison and he's finding it difficult to get work. That would never happen now. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, the first... That's, it is mentioned in the first, very first episode of Coronation Street. Yeah, so it was obviously, you know, something that back in the day was... Well, you know, that for some people... You know, going... Like, like we saw with Jackie Dobbs, the character of Jackie Dobbs is obviously fictional. But for some people... You know, going in and out of prison is kind of just a fact of life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but but not not for so Coronation for Street in the early days. No. As far as I could tell, and again, people will probably write and tell me I'm wrong at this point, the first time anyone in Coronation Street got sent down to prison was in 1967 when Ken Barlow, <laughs> yeah, law-abiding law teacher, um, um, he taxi driver, as, as, trolley pusher. He was a teacher, didn't he? Hmm? He was naughty as a teacher. He beat someone up. He well, he did punch a kid in the nineties or the two thousands. But wanted to. He he got locked up for a week for taking part in an anti-Vietnam War demo. So it was a noble cause, I suppose. But um, he didn't actually have to go to prison. He could have paid a fine, but he had his principles, and he's like, no, 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 I will take my punishment instead. That just didn't go down too well with his wife Valerie because um, I think. That, the kids, the twins had been born by that point, hadn't they? Why? <laughs> so he's, he volunteered to go to prison rather than pay a fine. Why did he have to go to prison for demonstrating against the war? It's not illegal. What did he do? Throw a shirt at somebody? He probably uh, broke some glass or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He just, you know, rabble roused. He's probably just annoying. 
probably pushed some people up against doors or something. I don't mm. know. Um, we had Len Fairclough go into prison for a little bit, but it was only short stays, two nights in 1975. And that, that was wrongful imprisonment, actually. There was, there was a story he there where... He was taken where... into custody, which is a bit different than going to prison. Um, yeah, I suppose so. I'm, I'm just trying to scrape at the bottom of the barrel here well, to try no, and find fine. any excuse to talk about old prison somebody. stories. Yeah, there was, a, there was a woman who, um, he, he was a counsellor at this point, wasn't he? And there were a woman yeah. who was being abused by her husband yeah. came round to him to like, you know, seek his counsel. Mm. Um, and then he, did he leave her alone in his, in his lounge or something uh, one day? I remember him not being, I mean, he was nice for Len, but you know, these days he would have, he would have found him very... Um, Kurt. He was yeah. like, you stay here. I'm going to go and do my job. You yeah. can't just come there, here there because you're a, being abused. All women are abused. Scene. There was a great scene where like, they, I, I remember like, the handle turning or something when she's there yeah, locked she's in, alone. The, in the room and then, um, and then she's found dead on the floor yeah. later. And then and next then, door, like, oh, what's all that noise of screaming yeah, 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 and yeah. people being murdered? They race round and come and find this woman dead on the floor. So Len gets accused of that. Um, gets into prison for two nights and um, good old Bet, Bet Lynch fights for his release. Good honour. Good for um, But he gets banged up again. Um, in 1978 just for being drunk drunk and disorderly Len is Len is naughty I think there's been a couple of other characters that I didn't mention on my list earlier of the you know spent a night in the cells because like Roy has ended up I think he spent a night in the cells Rita has as well I didn't really count those so I don't know why I'm counting it for Len here um, in 1992 Terry Duckworth he he was you know he was a proper in and out of prison wasn't he yeah he was, he was he, probably he'd, he'd come the first and... main character yeah. To be a, a, a criminal. Well, you you had people like... You had um, cri- people that were brought in to be criminals. Well, no, you also had people like um, Eddie Yates. Um, who else did we have? There was his ilk. I can't remember. People who had been uh, prison. Jed Stone as well. People who be- were ex-prisoners, but yeah. they weren't prisoners when they were on the show. No, no. And... That, that's kind of a, a prison sort of trope that doesn't exist on Coronation what, the Street ex-con. anymore. The, the cheeky ex-con. Because yeah, down we, on his luck. Yeah, just like, Please, oh, I can't you know, have I'll prison. Just... Now I'm going to carry on doing a little bit of ducking and diving. Just maybe going on the straight page. and narrow. But, you know, yeah. Because like, when Eddie came into it, I think, and when was it, 76 maybe? And I love, love, love Eddie Yates. Um, uh, Jeff Jeff Hughes played him so fantastically. He was so yeah, charming. He was and, he, and he came in. And I think he was like on... Um, what was it called when you get out for a little bit? Um, no, bail. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the prison term for it anyway. I should know this. But yeah, he he came out and then um, he ended up... Did he... Did he... Was he... Did he skip his bail or something? Day release or something? So they had to come and take him back. I think... I think I'm, I'm remembering rightly that... Um, no, I've got, I think I've got the notes from later. I'll come back to it. But yeah, he, he and Jed Stone were... Yeah, of an ilk that you don't really get these days... People who've come, in, yeah, been prisoners, and you know they, yeah, <laughs> but, they release, but yeah, then they they just go on to be generally nice people. I suppose I suppose um Graham Proctor was similar. Jay, yeah, um, who was he was in prison with David and then came out, but he he still carried on ducking and diving a little bit, did Eddie? And he was he was, like procuring things for Hilda he and did, Stan. He did, yeah, and, like, naughty. Hey, I got this from me mates well, down in the market. Like, what Dennis was like, Dennis Tanner. Yeah. He was always turning up with dodgy. Like that time he had 108 Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the time he got in trouble because he made, um, I can't remember who it was, somebody who worked at Gamma Garments had to put all the crackers in the storeroom. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I've I, I just skipped down my notes here. So um, 
the Jed Stone, his story. The Jed Stone. Um, he, he's played by uh, Kenneth Cope, who was also, yeah. he came back into Coronation Street, what, early 2000s, was yeah. it? He got strangled by, with a pair of knickers by, got um, put into a, uh, by Tony Gordon. A knicker hamper. Yeah, that's right. So he'd been arrested and jailed for six months alongside Dennis Tanner. Um, his, his backstory was that he, was, he broke so into a news So is this why Dennis, at the beginning, had been in prison? I think so, they I think so. They broke into a news agent. Yeah, and when Dennis came out, he did his best to stay on the straight and narrow, whereas... Well, I mean, not everybody can be an entertainment bigwig. No, or, or yeah. Whereas Jed can carried on his petty crime for a bit and then he went straight and he kind of did various jobs and schemes around the street he lodged with Minnie Coldwell of course he was very I miss a good old-fashioned Cory schemer and grafter I know I know um, and he, they all just open businesses now, don't they? Yeah. And sell sandwiches or knickers. He was arrested again in 1966 for possession of stolen blankets. Oh, no. Um, and jailed Serious for ni- business in the 60s to steal a blanket. Yeah, and he got jailed for nine months for that. And he had a, he had a, they had a bit of a sad scene when he was jailed because um, the police came into the Rovers, I think, to arrest him. And he made... The police. He he asked the police to pretend to be his friends so that he didn't upset Minnie. Because he was lodging with Minnie. He was yeah, poor old sweet Minnie Minnie Coldwell, (sighs) and he didn't want her to see him being arrested. So he was like, "Can you just pretend you're my friend and and take me away?" So um, oh, so that that's what that stint in prison was when he was supposed to have met Eddie Yates. Yeah, so there's this like big link here between all these these jailbirds because you've got. Dennis Tanner and Jed Stone being criminals together and then Dennis sort of going down the straight and narrow. Then Jed kind of becoming a criminal again. And then when he goes into prison, he meets up with Eddie Yates. And then Eddie turns up at the street, doesn't he? I think to try yeah. and stay with his friend. Yeah. But he ends up being taken or given lodgings. Yeah, yeah. He goes back to prison for three months. Does he, he does. Yeah, Eddie. He comes out of prison and goes back for three months, and then he comes in as a as a full time cast member. And there, yeah, there was, was a bit where there wasn't. His, didn't he have his friend? Was it Monkey Gibbons? Yeah, was his friend monkey. from? And that, didn't he have to? Didn't he try and pretend that somebody's house was his? And he and he had monkeys staying around, but I can't remember. Got who in it was. Well, then they he end was, up in bed, and then somebody yeah, walked in. I've got on vague them. memories of this, something like this. Or Elsie. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> it's been but, so long. It's been a year. Since yeah, seen Dennis, as we said, he went. He was more on the straight and narrow once he was in Coronation Street. He had a couple of schemes, but um, once he was Dennis. off the show, Dennis, he was sent yeah. to prison uh, uh, apparently again in 1973. Um, for defrauding pensioners in a double glazing scam. And the only reference to that in the show was when Elsie went to visit him in prison, although she was so ashamed of the fact that he had, was back in prison again, she let her neighbours believe that she, was having an, that, he, yeah, that she was having an affair. Well, that would be no stretch of the imagination. No, no. These days, it's just like, yeah, so in, like, in prison. It's kind of like... the club. Those, you know, poor Dennis... He really didn't ever recover from his criminal ways, did he? Because he he no. ended up being homeless at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he'd had some kind of scheme going on there with yeah, a poor old pensioner woman. He was, but I loved him. I know. And like I said, that, that's not, you don't get that kind of prisoner anymore or ex-prisoner in Coronation Street or anymore. Character. Maybe it's just like we're not, we, we don't, um, you know, we're not supposed to like people who have been... Who have been have been criminals? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because Curry doesn't moralise. You know, as far as things like having affairs and stuff are concerned. Mm. Yeah. But um, you know, God forbid that you sell some whiskey you nicked from Aldi <laughs> or something. Um. So we were talking about Terry earlier. The um. 
the perennial bad penny of Coronation Street on and off in prison so throughout his time Jack in the show. Vera Jack and Vera's son. Beloved child. Yeah. He can do no wrong, according to Vera. <laughs> so in 1992, he got banged up for GBH and this was all off screen. But the, the main story that went along with that was his wedding that he had to Lisa Horton, mm-hmm. which she basically used as an excuse to to slip his handcuffs. Oh, no, Vera persuaded Vera them. Vera says, let, oh, let him have his handcuffs. Yeah, let him have his photo. Oh, photo. His, and then he does a bunk. <laughs> and he's like, bye, suckers. And then she's left going. A, <laughs> that, was, that was a great wedding. And then, but then he and got Lisa arrested was... again a couple of weeks later, didn't he, in slow motion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah he yeah, kind yeah. of shambled away on the top of a... yeah. Yeah, that's right, that's right. (laughs) But the first proper, proper instance that I know of a character in Coronation Street, you know, being sent to prison on the show and having a bit of a prison storyline with Steve McDonald. And this was in 1996. So Curry had been going for 36 years at this point. And up until then, nobody has really, really been sent to prison. Yeah, this wasn't just getting, you know, put put in the drunk tank or... um, accused of a crime he didn't commit and this was also not really a character who i don't know steve was always a bit naughty because he had that pirate radio station and yeah all that. you know he, he was a kind of a high-spirited rebellious teen lad but he got he... a bit too big for his boots didn't he did steve he 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 came into a little bit of money and he was that he was winning on the horses and I think he thought that he was a bit untouchable. Watching mid nineties Steve is so different to watching. He's cocky. Yeah, what what he's become now. Yeah, he he got taken down a, a peg or two because of this. I mean, he still he still thought a little bit he was a big I am after he came out. But yeah, he he was um, arrested. In nineteen ninety six. Yeah, he was arrested for handling stolen whiskey and he tried he tried to take um Vicky his wife down with him as well, didn't he? Yeah. He got her to try and bribe somebody to say that he wasn't to to, to do with it or something. But yeah, he got sent down to prison for a um a year or so, and in that year he only made twenty appearances on the show. So it was a nice nice bit of a break for Simon Gregson, I guess that boy. I wonder what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he, uh, he was um, he, like he was visited by Fiona while he was in prison a couple of times. Um, he made which, a few which Vicky doesn't like but... a couple of appearances. But he he didn't have you know a proper prison story. I think he was also tied up with the. Um, I don't think you saw much of this on the DVDs. Fraser Henderson, who was the dodgy, um, uh, dodgy crim that um, Liz McDonald was getting involved with. Um, so yeah, that that was the first one. Then we had. Don. So, so this then yeah. from ninety six onwards, it kind of feels like this was it's the snowballing. Where you know every year almost you had a character prison story, mm. and then it just accelerated. Well, to... when we do our predictions for the year, we say you know who's going to get pregnant, who's yeah. going to get married, who's going to die, but we, we never, never say, say who's going to get sent get to prison. Up. But I think we, we need to start do, yeah. adding that to our rotation. Right. <laughs> we had Don get locked up in ninety seven, didn't we? Which yes, we saw a little later. bit of. He um he set fire to Mike's factory. This this was Brian Park's you know, um way of getting Don out of the show because uh, Jeff Hensliff, uh, among very many other characters or actors, sorry, were were axed by Brian Park when he became producer of Coronation Street. And I would have to say that Don had pretty much the best exit out of almost everybody that was um he had pretty epic that was cut at that story. scene. But yeah, he he um he basically went a bit mad. Um, he got he set fire to Mike Baldwin's factory. Um, he then kidnapped Alma as well, drove her into the canal. It was like it was, it was a completely different. There was a, a real gear shift in ninety seven for Coronation Street, wasn't there? Thanks to Brian Park. Uh, while he was in prison, he got diagnosed with terminal cancer. Um, he, Why did you sound so pleased? 
Just because I remember watching it, it was it was great drama. I loved it. We only just watched yeah. it, you know, a month or so ago, didn't then we? Then he dies. And, and well, yeah, he doesn't die off terminal cancer, though, does he? He um, does he escape from? How does he get out? Well, it's escape? not about how he got out, is it? Anyway, it's about what, he finds. Yeah, he does. He he he, uh, he escapes from prison. Probably from the hospital, let him, I mean. Let him go accidentally. Um, and then he ends up um blowing up himself yeah, in, a in a car. Yeah. So um, but yeah, he didn't really get a prison story because he he tried to frame Ashley as well for setting the factory on fire, but we didn't really get to see too much of Don behind bars. The first proper proper proper. This is what life is like behind bars in Coronation Street. And you know what? It ain't that great. Is um, Deirdre in 1998. Now, I saw bits of this and I thought it was brilliant. It was fantastic. You must remember it, even though you didn't watch Coronation Street at the time. I remember people talking this story, about... This was huge. Free yeah. the Weatherfield one. Yeah. So Deirdre had been um, caught up with John Lindsay. Oh, wrong. Um, yeah, it was totally wrong. And he told um, her that he was a pilot... Um, but actually he was just a Thai salesman and there was just lies after lies after lies that she bought hook, line and sinker. Yeah, he he had a wife already and kids. And yeah. He was making her take out all this all these credit cards. Yeah, he, he, yeah exactly. Spending it, it, money. Very, very clever getting her name on it, trying yeah. to get... Um, yeah, getting money from someone else's account, trying to get someone else's house. But um, yeah, in, in what, January 1998, February, I can't remember, she gets sent down and John is released... He he gets he he pleads guilty, doesn't he? And uh, and yeah, and, and she because she's saying I didn't do it. Yeah, she looks like the mastermind, evil person who you know. Mm. Uh, that the judge even was he was, was, like, was an excellent judge. Um, so she gets sent down to prison, and that was brilliant. It was only what three four weeks maybe that she was in prison, but I she think was it's great. Ba- I think it's the best Corey prison story. It was really good because it really did depict like the utter outrage bewilderment of somebody who didn't do anything who never expected to see themselves in prison and could not believe how utterly unfair everything was and couldn't get over or like deal and move forward with what was happening to them because of being hung up by the fact that they didn't do it yeah so and the, the fact that it was filmed in an actual prison yeah. it makes such a difference as and you well actually got to crowded. See her, yeah she, you got to see her being sort of going through the intake and having to give her oh, a belonging gosh, to take yeah. her rings off and, and then saying, she has to oh, go when... and get search she's like yeah. can i have, when can i have my handbag back and they're like, like not until you've leave. been and can you just go behind that curtain and take your clothes off because yeah. you need to be searched it was like it was proper grim yeah it was whereas these days like you said earlier it's just like yeah in prison it's fine it's a bit like a holiday i'm your i'm your cellmate and i'm a colorful character which is jackie dobbs was like the the kind of the mold for that for that jackie dobbs on on coronation what a brilliant character i know not everybody likes her but i adore jackie dobbs how often now do you have a character who goes to prison and like the, the only interesting thing that ever happens to them is they have a colorful cellmate who then maybe might become a character for a brief period of time. That was that's like the stereotype kind of Jackie Dobbs is now. the ultimate Coronation Street cellmate because you got people like, you know, Graham was yeah, David's Graham. cellmate, but he's not as memorable as Jackie. I mean lots of people yeah. like David, but he didn't make as big David. an impression. David, so yeah, Graham wasn't as memorable Graham. as Jackie, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had people like, you know, Paul Foreman who was in yeah. prison with David. But back then he wasn't, you know, put in as a you're gonna be a main character in a couple of years no, time but Jackie Dobbs she was just she was she's kind of glam well, on because she, she she gets let into prison at the same time as Deirdre doesn't she yes and, and she's, she's got like, a lippy on back and, again and she's got her very broad accent 
Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's a proper scouser, isn't she? And, and you can tell that she's, yeah, she's an old hat at this. And she, she calls um, Officer Veach, like, miss. She's like, bows and scrapes to her, doesn't she? Because, you know, that's, you, you know, that's where you get through. You get your head down. But she was, um, she ruled the roost a bit. And she was a bit of a protector for Deirdre because she bloody needed it. Because, like, like you said, Deirdre was just having a meltdown while she was in there. Um, and then this this prison uh, guard, I mean, we talk a little bit about Cory prison tropes later on, but um, there's quite often the prison guard, the prison warden, who is um, less than sympathetic to the plight of their prisoners. And this, this woman was just like not having any of Deirdre's protestations that she didn't do anything. Because as, as I suppose, you know, would happen, you get people coming in all the well, time saying they didn't like do anything. Joke. So why I'm is... sure there was a film where they, everyone was like, was it Shawshank Redemption? But he said, yeah, I'm innocent. And everyone's like, yeah, I am as well. They were all like, yeah, we didn't do any of it. Yeah, but, but Deirdre, I mean, she, you're worrying about her mental health. She ends up getting... Um, taken to like a prison hospital wing or something just because she's so run down but um I, I loved it when she just before she got released actually um and jackie ended up punching <laughs> officer veach in the stomach she's like hey that's for you deirdre and she ends up getting um another six months <laughs> in prison or something oh, for that but that's bad that that, that prison storyline was so so good so no wonder it was you know, it gets... Captured people's imagination. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think they can do it now. They wouldn't be able to do that story now, even though I think they should, really, because um, it's something that lots of us more never experience, which would be something you could learn through quite, like, what is it really like to be taken in as a prisoner? Mm. Um, but it was so startling to see it happen to Deirdre. Yeah. Um but because it's so commonplace now to be to go to prison, they 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 have lost that yeah. element of back back then. It was like it, what? No, did yeah. did you didn't do anything? Well, and we she got the to first see the first woman as well. Yeah, I guess so. To go to prison in Coronation. I guess Street. so. And we, and and the storyline leading up to it was going for what, six eight months or so. The whole John Lindsay saga, which was brilliantly plotted, and. Um, that the UK kind of rose up in protestation no, of Deirdre this. being sent down to prison and it was in the papers. It was, in it was discussed in Parliament. It's ridiculous, really, it to silly. think about this. But it was great. And the, the, the Sun, I think, led the campaign, the Free Deirdre campaign. And then, you know, three, four weeks later, she gets let out um, because somebody else who John Lindsay scammed came up and said, Oh, it's happened to me as well. Oh, he did. Um, and so Deirdre was, was let out. But, um, and then all the campaign was like, yeah, we got Deirdre out. Obviously, it was plotted way in advance. Yeah. It's so, so funny. And then and we just saw a couple of days ago, actually, Deirdre being released, didn't we? And uh, yeah. what didn't really make sense was how she comes out of prison and then she, as she's coming out, John is going into prison. So yeah. maybe that was a... Maybe that was a um, mixed gender prison back then, I don't know. And Deirdre's like, you're going to like it in there, John. It's directly under the flight path of the airport. And I, I love, love, love that storyline. Uh, then you got a couple of years off. Two th- and then in the millennium, 2000, Jim gets eight years for manslaughter. So um, Steve has been um, caught up with Jez Quigley, the drug dealer at this point, And um, uh, Jez beats Steve up. So Jim goes round and takes revenge on him. Um, Matt leaves him kind of bloodied and injured in prison, but then Jez ends up dying of a ruptured spleen, I think. So Jim gets sentenced to manslaughter for eight years. And I remember when this happened thinking, eight years without Jim. And Jim at the time felt like such a huge part of Coronation Street. I couldn't believe that we were going to be losing this character for eight years. But, you know, now in the in the grand scheme of things, it's like 
It feels well, like also, nothing. And he was in and out quite a lot. He, if, he broke out at least once. If a big character now was put in prison, you'd be thinking, when are they going to get found not guilty or how, what's going to come out? Yeah, what's going to... I mean, it's like with Faye at the moment, isn't it? She's been sent to prison for three years and in my head it's like, no, gonna that's not going to happen. Years. But also I'm thinking, I don't, I don't, I don't really care if, if Faye can stay in there three years if she wants to. But, but the, the prospect at the time of eight years without Jim it was a bit sad really but and he has been in and out of prison ever since hasn't he I think he's 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 out at the moment isn't he I think he was that we last saw him a few years ago when he was knocking about with that um Australian fake Katie <laughs> but uh, and I think they were arrested but yeah he as, as far as we know he's uh, out on the loose and doing who knows what at the moment um so um Oh, well, he, he did, yeah, the, yeah. the last time that Jim was in prison was in 2011, 10 years ago, when he tried to rob a building society because he wanted to get that. money to buy the Rovers for yeah, him and Liz to run. That, and uh, That's how you get money. Yeah, the things you do for love. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's and, and he was in prison with um, Peter Barlow later, wasn't he? Because Peter gets arrested. I mean, we'll talk about this later a little bit. But Jim was... Um, he was the landlord, wasn't he? He was um, yeah, he was the prison. one to go to if you wanted illegal hooch in prison, which sounds like a very American thing to happen. Um, 2001, Haley gets jailed um, in a place called Barnhurst Prison. And this is separate to all the other prisons that I talked about earlier. Now, Barnhurst Prison, you might recognise the name of because that's the prison that is, was in the show um, Prisoner Cell Block H. So they kind of... Um, yeah, they, it was a little tribute to Prisoner Cell Block H there. So she gets sent there for two weeks in 2001. Again, this was on principle. She and Roy had kidnapped Wayne, who, if you remember, was um, came up all grown up in the show I love the way you're saying ago, didn't she went to prison on principle because she kidnapped a boy and then... <laughs> she didn't need to. This is like he Ken when he chose. He was her foster child. He was her foster child. So, you know, legally she kidnapped him, but morally and she was he he, he was being count? abused by his actual his stepfather yeah. so they kidnapped him they got they i think they ended up turning themselves in but um she uh, well, refused she said, to accept yeah. her bail conditions they said so don't the, contact him yeah and she was she said no i can't this is going to be a quiz question but i thought it'd be too obscure oh well, there we go um and you can see this if you go on youtube i can't remember what you have to search for it was it youtube or is it another some somewhere online anyway i watched a few clips of Haley in prison because i'd completely forgotten about this this was another one that was filmed in an actual prison and it's mostly just a few scenes of like Haley mopping up and sitting in the dining hall and having the usual tropey, um, nasty cellmates being horrible to her. Me. They called her Harold, obviously, because they recognised her from the papers as being, you know, the transsexual. You keep of saying, you keep using the word transsexual, but I think it's better. Well, to yeah, use, that's, that's say, what it was at, at the time. Yeah. Um, so that that was, you know, that was saying that happened for a few weeks. Um, we also had Terry back in prison in two thousand and one. Um, he gets framed by a police officer uh, um, because Terry had been banging his wife. So he gets... Uh, the police was like, look, that, this should be a crime, banging my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know well, it's, uh, it's uh, punishment enough. Another... I have to do it. Another um, innocent sent to prison in 2004, Sunita, uh, when Mad Maya Sharma um, framed her for marrying a load of illegal immigrants when it was actually Maya that was doing it. And then in 2005... When you say marrying, you don't mean, like, presiding over the marriage. You mean, like, being the wife of... Yes. 
Yes. Just checking. Yes. In 2005, Angela Harris gets sent down for... Um... So this is like girl power, really. There's lots of women in, in a there row are. here. It seems like there's more, more women in prison Good. than men in Coronation Yay. Street. Equality for the sexes. So Angela hadn't done anything. Her daughter, Katie, had married Tommy no. Harris, Angela's husband. Um, but Angela took the rap for her. You, you said married then. But you meant murder, didn't you? Because it, it feels thing, like the it? same thing. Yeah, it's a prison sentence, isn't it? We're getting married. <laughs> um, famously, we've got Tracy, another woman, sent down in 2007 yeah. after murdering Charlie Stubbs. So she did... She's somebody that actually did deserve to get sent to prison, but she only gets released, what, four years later, maybe, if that, because of... Um, it, what was the excuse? A forensic expert is found to be a fraud or something. They just well, wanted they found an excuse to, be, to get Tracy found, out of prison because she should still be in there now, to be honest. They found that the evidence that was provided in a different case by that forensic expert was fraud, was fraudulent. Yeah, yeah, that's And right. so they that's then right. threw out every single case they'd ever worked on. Yeah. I want to know who else was released. Was there just like a mass release of Weatherfield murderers? Do you remember... And, uh, um, in Ghostbusters, where all the ghosts were going marauding around New York City, yeah, it's probably exactly the same as that. Yeah, when they when they get let out of the uh, yeah that big traps. yeah the ghost trap yeah yeah yeah. Um, two thousand and nine, we had John Stape sent to prison two years after kidnapping Rosie and locking her up in um was his grand's attic or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, that had a few more in prison scenes, I think. Um, Fizz ends up visiting John in prison and starts to fall for him a little bit. She even turns to him for advice on homeschooling Chesney. But he's not interested, though, and he's eventually put on suicide watch. Fizz ends up tra- chaining herself to the railings with a massive sign saying, I love you, John Stape. Um, and he agrees to marry her, so they have a little prison wedding. I think this is Coronation Street's first prison wedding, maybe? I can't remember How when. How many have there been since? Well, I think J- Jim and Liz got married in prison at one point. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that, that there was them... And we also had Gary sentenced to two months in prison in 2009 after being set up by David um, and convinced to burgle Audrey's house. I know, but he didn't set him up to say he did something he didn't do. Well, David said... He actually said, burgled Audrey's house. He did. I think David said, let's go there and burgle this this house together. And David doesn't turn up. And I think I think um, lovely gay Ted ended up going there and Gary startled him and gave him a heart attack. So that sucks. That's sucked. mean. Yeah. I realise I've been doing it. Do you want? Do you want to take over and, and do the the last decade of uh, oh, Corrie inmates? Um, two thousand and ten, Gail. Everyone woman. thinks she killed. Yes, yeah, she's a woman. She mm. was suspected of killing Joe McIntyre, who killed himself with a boom, in the in the lake. Yeah, he he was faking his own death. Well, he was trying to fake his own Did death. It really was Joe so well? Um, he, he actually, actually ended up dying. Himself. So so Gail gets um. She ends up being cellmates with Tracy, which is brilliant. And then Tracy... um, Yeah, this is a proper prison story, wasn't it? Gail's protesting her innocence because she didn't kill Joe. And so Tracy says, oh, Gail confessed to me. So she gets an early release. Yeah, she she wants to get an early release. And she is told that she will if she can get a confession out of her cellmate, Gail. Gail gets found not guilty and Tracy gets in more trouble. I think she gets beaten up by her fellow by inmates. Gail. No. She gets a good bottoming by Gail. 2001. This is when Fizz ends up in prison because, well, she gets denied bail because she's accused of murdering Colin and Joy Fishwick and Charlotte Hoyle. And this was what John was getting up to. And then she goes yeah. into the mother and baby unit because she has hope. 
Yes. Yeah, her. Hope's just been born, you know, in the past six months. And there's a drugs racket going on in the mother and baby unit. Yeah, they're smuggling tra- drugs in the cots. Oh, dear. Um, she gets beaten up when she dobs on one of the ringleaders and then... Um, yeah, the, the, um, the person who um, was, she was having a go at was played by Beverly Callard's daughter. Wow. Yeah, there you go factoid for you but um yeah so she's a bit you know down on her luck there but there's a there's a great scene um where fizz eventually stands up to this this beverly Callard, not beverly Callard's daughter rebecca rebecca is she called i can't remember character and um yeah she asserts her dominance and i i don't know whether it came across as completely believable but yeah she ends up there being you know the the, the tough mum in the prison in the mother and baby unit but in the end anyway um she gets released because john confesses that it was him what killed all these people on his deathbed yep what happens next Kirsty gets thrown in prison in 2013 after uh, after abusing tyrone um and then in 2014 we were um introduced to michael rodwell Played by lovely Les Dennis. So he got jailed for two months after breaking and entering into number eight. And he his backstory was that he was a bit down on his luck. He'd lost everything in the recession. His hadn't backstory he? His was family. supposed to tie into the recession that was going on. Yeah. And it didn't... Why I don't know if did it work. I'm not sure. Not particularly, but this was... Because he was a character we didn't know. So mm. we didn't watch him lose his house no. and his job. And I didn't really mind about that. I really things. enjoyed this story. Because this, this was a... Restorative justice. This was just about restorative justice, which I don't think that Coronation Street had tackled before. I didn't even know it existed. No, no. So it was basically Gail going into prison to meet the person who broke and entered into her house and ended up falling in love with him. So sweet. And Michael That's was probably perfect why they for stopped Gail. I loved it. him. I thought I thought he was so good. I love he he gets um he gets a bad rap, does Les Dennis for his time on Coronation Street, but I thought it was ace. Um it was it's a bumper year, two thousand and fourteen. Peter gets jailed that year after being found guilty of Tina's murder. It wasn't him that done it, it was Rob. Um, and this is when he got pally with Jim, who um, black uh, who who blackmailed Liz at the same time to come and visit him. Um, and also he got Peter drunk, didn't he? He was like, he, he knew that Peter was an alcoholic and he was trying to get him on his side by plying him with alcohol and Peter almost dies again. He's been almost dying from alcohol for nearly a decade now. And then at the end of the year, um, Rob Donovan gets actually sentenced to 25 years in prison for actually killing Tina. I'm not killing Peter, which I've written in my notes here. Um, Rob in prison was an interesting move. And I think a lot of people say that was a mistake to have him kill Tina because he was a he was quite a promising character, wasn't he? And his relationship with Tracy um, had a real, real spark to it. But he's been he's been um, he's not going to come out for another you know, 20, 30 years or something. I don't know Unless why his forensic yeah. expert gets found to be um, dodgy as if well. If they wanted to release him, they would have just had him come out because of COVID. Because they've sent home lots of people. Yeah, early. but he was he was a murderer. He he yeah, he, but it was he kind Tina. of pushed her off, kind of she pushed her off gobby. the balcony, and then finished her off with a crowbar on I the know, floor. But that's just being thorough, then. <laughs> yeah, don't want to leave a mess. Is that I don't want to leave a job undone? So um, that's, that's an, that should be lauded in the society. People too lazy these days. Always on their phones. You'd see Rob on his phone. No. He went out and he did something and he achieved his goal. <laughs> Usually when Coronation Street characters leave the street by getting sent to prison, we don't see any of them again, do we? But Rob's been one that I think 
Once or twice we've seen him back again on the show. He tried to... He found out, I remember one point, he found out that Tracy was in a relationship with Robert Preston and he tried to get between them. Also, he um, he blackmailed Johnny at one point, didn't he? Because he fa- he knew that Johnny was Carla's dad. dad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to tell everyone that you're Carla's dad if you don't Sorry. give me a load of money or something. And then he says, well, I'm just going to tell everyone myself. Yeah. And the last time that we saw that Rob... An, that was an anticlimactic thing for Rob. That that was, that was. But what was brilliant was in 2017 um, when he escaped prison and went on the run with Tracy. This was all in the middle of the Barlow Basher storyline. And um, he was hiding out in the empty gym. They went on the run together to... Um, to the York, to Yorkshire somewhere, I think, to the Moors. And um, yeah, that was fab. So I don't know whether we're ever going to see um, Rob again on Coronation Street because I think since then he's been moved to a different prison, like away from Weatherfield. But um, yeah. I, th- I think they'd be sensible to to bring him back in there again because he was a great character. It's just, I don't, I don't think, I can't think of a way that they're going to reintegrate him fully back into the show unless we're prepared to wait for... Uh, couple of decades um who else has been in prison Gemma we're getting close to modern day in 2016 Izzy gets sent to prison for two months because she runs over a police officer's foot while she's also doing getting drugs yeah um and she she has a very passionate defense of herself where she says she can't live without cannabis and then the, the judge says well you're gonna have to learn and then she does yeah, and, and she never talks never about touch it ever canvas again. again. No, um, Maria gets sentenced to a year when she get she has a phony marriage to her Argentinian friend Pablo, who's gay, and she he needs a beard, um, and she she gets released and she has an ankle tag mm. um, for a few months because she got she got out of good behaviour. I think it was like two thousand and sixteen was the year of comedy jailings on. Cur- yeah. I don't think Izzy's was supposed to be. That was that inadvertently, was inadvertently funny. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we had Robert going to prison in 2017 after attacking Richie Collins, who he thinks is stalking Michelle, but of course we all know it was Glass's will. Yeah. And then 2018, we had Anna get locked up because she got framed as well. Yeah. So many framings. Feeling... And also, it seems to be quite easy to frame women on the show. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, Phelan frames her for attempting Seb's murder when he falls off his ladder. I mean, really, it was just... It, this was Final Destination for Seb, wasn't it? He got out of being killed. He did, didn't he? In yeah. 2018. Yeah. But he didn't make it f- yeah. very long. Three years later. No. Caught up within the Grim Reaper. Yeah. She, she, es- she escapes from prison at one point, yeah. doesn't she? I remember, the, I remember some, um, some pap shots of, um, of Debbie Rush kind of hiding in the park. Yeah. And uh, it, I can't remember. Why did she escape? I don't remember. She escaped. Didn't she escape to... Wasn't she just trying to get feeling sent down or something? I don't know. Um, this was also in 2018 when David got imprisoned after not attending court over his boxing match assault on Gary. So this is when the very, Charity very long, boxing drawn match out to end story racism. of it. Yeah, that's it. And David ends up, um, this was after he's been raped by Josh and Josh goads him because he's the um, referee in the match, isn't he? And he and ends he up beating seven bells out of Gary. Um, yeah, so he ends up in prison with that. That's when he's in a cell with Paul. And then big, there's big... nothing about Paul being related to anybody on the show. No, he is. Yes, we originally do. the original Paul was mm-hmm. not Gemma's twin brother. They mm-hmm. retconned that a little bit. And then that was also a big year for um, Sally going to prison. And that was a bit of a flop as a story, really, wasn't it? It was it like it was really trying work. to recapture they the really Deirdre story. Yeah, I mean, considering how many other Weatherfield women 
have been sent down innocently. They they really thought, oh, we're going to... It's like, this has happened so many times, nobody cares anymore. So Sally gets mixed up with this Duncan Radfield, who's like a council... He, he says, oh, I, I want a council grant for my dead wife's memory, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he makes her... She's the mayor, mm. and he makes her choose his charity by manipulating her, which is very easy for to do with Sally, I think. Yeah, just um, has to better her up a bit, yeah. stroke her ego. Yeah, his charity doesn't really exist, and he's just trying to nick the money. And so she gets sort of caught up in it and uh, looks like she's the guilty one. Yeah. Like um, you said earlier, it was like Abby was in prison at the same time, wasn't she? She'd, yeah. um, she'd, uh, broke, she'd um, no, wrecked Seb, the flower shop Seb, or something. Oh, no, Seb that's right. Seb, Seb had wrecked the flower shop. And she shop. said it was her that did it. And then, so, so both women were in prison, even though they didn't do anything. So was Anna pretty earlier in the year. Yeah. Um. And and David was only in prison because he had like PTSD from being raped. So, yeah. um. Yeah. Abby. Uh. Sally does yoga, and that's the best prison plot since the the best Jackie Dobbs. The best thing that came out of Sally being in prison, I would say, is the is the friendship that was struck up between Sally and Abby, which fortunately has continued since. Yeah. I think they were good together, but I just I just didn't get on with that prison storyline. It felt too much like they were trying to recapture the magic of the the Deirdre in prison you know this big strong female character that everybody likes couldn't muster up the same kind of outrage really no because because it was not you weren't being wrong-footed into it by believing that you know there would always be justice for your favorite characters on your favorite show which is how they sort of caught people out with with Deirdre so and and also Deirdre set the precedent whereby if you are innocent on Corey and you do get caught in the you know the wheels yeah. of justice you'll, you'll eventually be vindicated. Point. So I don't think anyone was really There's worried. There's no tension for Sally. That's the problem. It's mm. just been used too much. Um, and then more recently, we obviously had David and Nick getting sent to prison in 2019 after stealing Audrey's money. Well, Nick stole it, didn't he? Got David involved in it. <laughs> but obviously, I think David was the one that ended up getting sentenced to the longest amount of time in there. Um, and that was when they had the prison riot story, which was all caused by um, David's rapist, Josh Tucker, also being in there with him. And that was quite. That was quite a. Uh, that was really exciting good and story. And that, lots that, of papers being thrown all over the place. Yeah, which quite, is how quite you a dramatic a couple of episodes, um, and and they yeah, like, they get out in the end. Josh ends up getting sent down and um, hostage situation. And that's the end of well that, really. Riot. Yeah, that that and was. Um, doesn't what? I was going to say, Paul gets involved in this slightly because um, Josh is um, Josh gets stabbed, and he says that it was David that did it. I think. And then, but it wasn't. It was one of the other the other dudes there. And Paul, this is a prison for dudes. <laughs> Paul ends up convincing Josh to change his story and tell the truth because he says, "Oh, I know some people inside from my beat time. You up. Yeah, they're going to beat you up. Some of the prison guards are going to be on my side. They'll do anything I tell them, which yeah. is a bit odd." So um, Josh Josh changes his story, and um, yeah, now he's been he's been sent down for quite a while. Isn't this when David comes out of prison to marry Shona? Am I making that up? Um. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, he gets released from prison. You're right, and, and he, he eats a donut. He talks about a donut in his and wedding he says, speech. Don't worry about there being a hole or something. Yeah, I think he. I think he. T- he said it better. To be fair, don't worry. There's a hole in the donut. Just focus on the donut. You donut. <laughs> twenty twenty. Of course, we all know. Very recently, Jasmine gets locked up for stabbing Jeff, and she 
we don't see a lot of her, but we do sort of see her trying to trying to cope with it. And this was during COVID as well. Yeah. Um, it, it, and they did a fa- they did an okay job of her in prison. There were a couple of scenes with her with her um with that cellmate that gave her books about coercive control. There was also that yeah. brilliant dream sequence. Yeah, that was really um, good. Where Jeff was the was the guard, the but guard. that was fantastic. Multiple actually. Jeffs. Also, that was really good. Yeah. Um, but you know, Yasmin's not the only person seeing seeing what isn't really there in prison because the next year that's oh, yeah. when Johnny goes yeah um, just earlier this goes year down eight months for historic aggravated burglary charge which just means it happens a while ago it wasn't like he burgled the local history museum and <laughs> nicked like the, the founding stone of Weatherfield or something so he ends up seeing cats and mice and uh, Aiden walking and, away well the back of Aiden's head yeah. and this is where I really was hoping that they'd bring Shane Ward in to do a little cameo but no that that prison story didn't it felt like it didn't well, really go well it was another where. victim of Covid I, I, I assume maybe because he was in the prison at the same time as Gary yeah he was um, in custody um, because he was charged yeah, with the assault of Adam Barlow at Christmas and then he gets let out very, yeah, at, at the same day done it, it? he gets that out Faye gets put in so they there it is a good job that the front of um, the ITV Coronation Street set does studios does have a revolving door <laughs> to go in and out um, but they need to make a bit more visual use of it yeah yeah. Prison. So that I think is all the major prison storylines. It it feels like an awful lot, doesn't it? And of it? course, the main thing is, I think, and I don't know when this happened. Definitely was noticeable for Sally's story, but they've put they've built some kind of indoor prison set now. Yes, I think the, a lot of the prison sets are like above where prima donna and Roy's roles are. Okay. On on, on set, and so we're starting to see, you know, a bit more repetition and it does it doesn't quite capture the same magic as again just going back to the Deirdre story where you had loads of background extras being the prison pe- prison inmates and whereas nowadays you get you know, a couple of people there it, it feels a lot more I mean maybe it's maybe it's truer to life to what prison actually is now but it just feels a lot more kind of sanitized and you know it just doesn't feel as as sort of high stakes or or important. No. As and 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 also you there's only so many rooms that they can have because they use the sets. You got your you got your cell set. You got your waiting room set, and and, and not much else, have you? So there's only there's only so much that you can actually, only so many scenes that you can have. Whereas if you film at an actual prison, you got. You well, got... we mentioned earlier, I just looked it up, Shrewsbury Prison is the name That's of the place the that we visited, the former Shrewsbury Prison, and they allow filming from different TV shows to be done there. I don't think Corey has since pris- since uh, David's prison riot, but it does add an extra element of, of realism to it, yeah. to have it filmed on location, because you can walk around a lot more. There's, there's really no... There's nobody walking around... With the, you know, from their cell or anything, it's it's all very static. You're either in your cell having a conversation, or you're in the little communal area having a conversation, or you're in the the visiting area having a conversation. There's no kind of transition between the 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 bits. Yeah, and, and I, it feels I, a bit the same. What was what they've done with the with the medical stuff, where it feels like they're justifying building and spending money on these sets by having stories that are set there, and it just feels like there's not as many stories as they think there are. 
that mm. for these sets we I just feels like we've had the same kind of medical story over and over again and we've had the same kind of prison story over and over again and it's not really why I watch Coronation Street. No, it it, it really does lose its impact. Then they, they need to they need to ease off. They on need it, to honestly. stop putting people in prison. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the people that are in prison on Coronation Street at the moment, who are still in there as far as we know, mm. Carl Monroe. Carl Monroe. So he's the one that set the Rovers on fire. Stella's he's still uh, other in prison. He was sentenced to twenty five years in two thousand and fifteen for burning the Rovers down and killing Sunita as well. So I uh, don't think we're going to be seeing him anytime soon. Presumably, when he comes out, um, he's not going to return to Coronation Street. Faye will probably come back as she gets let out. And she's probably banged up with Anne Foster, who killed her son. Oh, yeah, yeah, Frank Foster, yeah, probably. Um, Anne Foster. That's funny, but yeah, like, there's probably been a few Coronation Street women who've been banged up with Anne Foster, yet we've never seemed to seemed to see her. They've got so many male characters in prison at the moment that they could do an entirely prison-based sitcom, or not sitcom, so based on these characters. You've got Carl, you've got Rob Do- Donovan, he's in there. You've got Nathan Curtis and Neil Clifton. Oh, yeah, the Bethany story. You've got Josh... Josh Tucker, who's in for 15 years for, for various bits and bobs. You've got Clayton Hibbs, who's, who's in there for 15 years from 2016. And you've got Harvey Gaskell. So all these characters, all in prison, quite a lot of them quite nasty people. I wonder whether it would be funny if they did just a week or... Yeah, prison just, special. Yeah, why not? We've got. I mean, if, if you've got to justify your set, then... There's your perfect inn. I don't think they were all supposed to be at the same prison, but... I mean, Why not? I, I, I imagine... I mean, look, looking at who's there, every time that we see Clayton in prison, I assume that that's the last time we're going to see him. He's a real millstone you around the neck of the character of Shona, isn't he? can't wait he? to get like, him... I, he really he has needs to, to be, be killed off. off. Yeah. It really does have to be if they're gonna off. If they're going to make something out of David and Shona's relationship, he's just... He's not think, as exciting yeah, a character I think, as I think Coronation Street think he is. I know, but I think that they kind of think they've solved the problem because she doesn't remember who he is, so he doesn't have any power over her anymore. Mm, but maybe. I don't know how true that really is. Maybe. I mean, I if they wanted to bring him back and make him relevant to her, even though she doesn't regain her memory, because she's obviously not going to at this point. Have you come mm. to accept this? Oh, maybe. But she seemed she seemed a bit less batty in recent weeks that we've seen her. Um, what what other way could there be except for to say Shane is a grandma? Because just because he's in prison doesn't mean he couldn't have. Um, a conjugal oh, a visit, conjugal visit was, and he yeah. could definitely knock up a, uh, his girlfriend or wife, and then she could end up having bringing a baby round to the oh, gosh. to the Platt's house. Maybe I don't know whether I like the sound. No, of that, I don't know honest. if I like the sound of it. But if I'm a producer and I'm trying to get more milk out of this yeah. annoying cow of a story, yeah, that's yeah. how I would do it. Uh, there's a couple of other Coronation Street characters that were sent to prison a while back and I can only assume that they're out now as well. Like Angela Harris, when she took the rap for Katie after killing Tommy, um, she was um, told in 2005 that she would be in prison for a minimum of four years. So we can only assume that she's been out and well, free ever since and just hasn't, you know... She's actually Hasn't sticking, returned to the scene of the crime. She's sticking to the old... Um, what's it called? Hiding out. Oh yeah, well, yeah. The Harris are there on witness protection, that's weren't it. they? She's actually, then? she's actually doing it this time. It's yeah, revealing uh, everything. Unlike Nick and Leanne, yeah. it's, it is possible. Terry Duckworth. I can only assume he's not in prison at the moment. The last time we saw Terry was, um, he was doing a runner after that Seventh Heaven um, strip club story back in what was that, two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen or so. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's back behind bars again. I don't feel like we're going to see Terry again. 
I think, I we're, think we're, it's done. It's been so long since left. Jack and Vera died. I mean, Tyrone is the link, Tyrone I suppose, d- isn't he? Tyrone wouldn't but, care. Yeah. And um, also John Lindsay. Unless Terry Duckworth turns up with some kind of scam for how to get cheap coffee cups. Yeah. Then I try and be all over it because those things are expensive. Yeah, very right, true. Mm-hmm. John Lindsay, who was banged up in 1998, I can't remember how long he got, but I can only assume he's on the loose now. Um, I mean, he's um, learnt the error of his ways. What's it called? Rehabilitated into society. <laughs> and he's not pretending he's a pilot or anything else anymore. Well, he can. I mean, you know, we think that's quite charming and funny when you when you do that mm. we, on, the, on the podcast. That's why we love old Jude so much. Oh, yeah, that's true. So the, the actor who played John Lindsay, um, Owen Aranovich, I, I, I had a little look to see whether he's been in much since in Coronation Street. And he hasn't, to be fair. Um, I, I wonder whether it could be quite fun to bring him back in. And obviously Deirdre's not in it anymore. I mean, quite a, mo- the vast majority of the characters that were in the show in 1998 aren't in it anymore. But I think there's still enough people in Coronation Street that having John Lindsay back on the scene, he- he'd, t- he'd fill the role that was, uh, the fill the role for the hole that was left by Lewis Arch almost, wouldn't he? Kind of like, like a, can we trust him anymore? He's a bit of a charmer. I do like that. Um, that I kind think of that might be a good move. Sure. I don't know. I think, and, and the fact that he was care? the perpetrator of the, Ken. you know, yeah, Kenwood, Audrey Wood, um, Tracy, even, um, hmm. and the, the fact that he was the big bad in, you know, the best Coronation Street prison story ever. I think that could be quite an exciting return. Actually, I don't know what he would do, but I suppose, like I said, I suppose it'd be more like an art Lewis Archer of trying to persuade people that he is a changed man <laughs> but actually is anyway. he oh i really want that to happen now i, I think that'd be I'm awesome and the, th- the thing about john Lindsay as well he kind of i'm not going to say he bucked the trend because the trend hadn't started at that point particularly but most coronation street big bads end up dead don't they mm-hmm. i mean before john Lindsay, the biggest coronation street villain was alan bradley who obviously met his demise um in blackpool underneath the wheels of a tram but yeah, most everyone else, all the big, all the big baddies, um, get killed off. I mean, we saw it recently with Jeff. You've had Callum. Um, my mind has suddenly gone back. Feeling obviously, they all end up dead. And I, I don't know whether we need to start, you know, easing off on the old Grim Reapers side swing and sending a few of the other. Yeah, but then you end up prison. like with Clayton, where he's just. A sort of a fa- the phantom menace of the show. But they wondering... don't need to be. Because Why? if, well, if Jeff had gone to prison, we wouldn't need to have him lingering. It'd just no, be he's would... in prison, no, he's paying for his the... crimes. No, because of the show, because of the nature of the soap, you'd always be thinking, ooh, what if he gets released? Or what if he, what if he makes um, her come and visit him? Or mm. what, if he, what if he recruits a minion to... I guess, to... maybe. You'd have a three of them if they're in prison. Mm. Tony Gordon did go to prison for a little bit, didn't he, after he was caught, but they ended up breaking out for that Underworld Siege story. Well, he said, the, uh, there's going to be a the big... Britain's Got Talent Week. There's going to be a big stunt, and I think I want to go see what happens. Yeah. And then he just got roped into it, <laughs> I guess, as well. And I suppose Neil Clifton maybe counts as a big baddie as well, um, and uh, Nathan in the uh, Bethany grooming mm. storyline. So they've been sent down to prison. They could very well have killed one or both of those off, but they resisted that. But you know they're, they're not the going to poss- come back because Bethany's not on the show. No, but I mean, I, it would not surprise me in the slightest if Lucy Fallon ends up on treading those cobbles again at some yeah. point in the future. 
even even that once they got sent to prison, Nathan got um, you you made that little appearance in the flashback at one yeah. point, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, I just I it feels like to me that sometimes they should. We, we, it was so satisfying. That's the thing. Seeing John Lindsay get sent to prison and that and Deirdre shouting at him as he got handcuffed in and and everything. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what what we else about do we all want the, to? Um... The yeah, just kind of scrolling and... through the notes, we've done that. Oh, I found a really interesting article on Digital Spy from 2018 about tropes uh, of of soap prison stories. And I just wonder whether um some of those it was worth mentioning. So, how familiar does this sound in the stories that we've heard? An inmate that bullies the main protagonist. Yeah, definitely, we've seen a lot of that. Yeah, um, Haley as an example was getting bullied when she was in prison. Um, prisoner gets beaten up. Yeah, like absolutely. David, yeah. David got Held beaten hostage. up. Do we have? I think Sally got beaten up at one point when she was in there. Tracy ended up getting beaten up. They like to show that you know. Scary. Yeah, I, even though prison seems like not so bad a place anymore, you got to be careful that you don't get you don't get um then get beaten up by the baddies there. Um, people in prison threatening people on the outside. At Harvey. Yeah, Harvey is is uh, very much in control. After yeah, the Anne and yeah, uh, we had Simon to not not uh, double him. Yeah, we had. I think Jim was threatening people on the outside as well. Jeff was. He was. It was managed to get phones, don't they? They're usually the the burner phones. Um, but you know, you can even if you just phone up on the normal prison phone, just yeah. get get a bit of get a bit of menacing um, nastiness nastiness out. Having of the way a burner there. phone is also uh, a bit of a yeah. trope. Yeah, um, convincing your loved ones to um, break the law themselves, for example, smuggling things in. Yeah. Clayton tried to do that with Shona, didn't she, he? he? Trying did, to get yeah. her to uh, do a bit of drug smuggling for him. Um, the lonely struggle was another prison trope, basically people saying, don't come and visit me, let me let me suffer what? in silence here. Yeah, yeah losing hope. It. Moral dilemmas, like should I grass on people while I'm here in prison? That's what Fizz had to go through when she was in the mother and baby unit and found yeah. out about the drugs racket that was going in there. Um, the sudden turnaround, so characters who are, you know, find it a bit difficult in there and then stand up to their tormentors a little bit like It all Fizz turns did. out fine. Another sudden turnaround, I think, was um, like Anna escaping. She was a fairly, you know, she played by the rule book when she was in there, but then she just decided to escape Stop for no particular her. reason. Um, and also the real life petition yeah. was, a, was a digital spy trope as well, trying to, maybe not so much these days. I think I think the thing is with like again with the Sally storyline. I think Coronation Street really really wanted the Coronation Street viewers to be like, no, free Sally, free and Sally. Be like up in arms about it. I think we're just so, so we're just a bit over it now, aren't we? A little we? bit, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something else. I mean, there's a couple of other things that I think of when I think about prison storylines. Is um, is basically if, if any time you want somebody to visit, you just need to snap your fingers and they can. And I think in real life. You're you only, only get visited like one, yeah, yeah, like once a month or yeah. once a fortnight or something. But no, in Coronation Street, it anyone depends can visit on what you've done, you like. and also whether you're on remand or not. I think. Yeah, um, the fact that escape is, you know, not not impossible. It's within your grasp if you're in Coronation if Street. If you really want to get out, you, you can. really really yeah. want to get out. If there's a good storyline going on at the outside. You can escape there. Um, nasty prison guards again, another um, mm-hmm. common soap trope, and also um, the fact that n- not. You know, uncommonly, you might have two hitherto unrelated characters being locked up at once, just so that, you know, to 
if you want to have a story, a, a prison story in there, it's quite handy to, if you've got two characters got Abby and Sally, that you already know. Got Abby and Sally, Gary, Johnny, Johnny and Gary, yeah. um, Peter Barlow and Jim McDonald. Yeah. So handy. Then you don't have to create your own character, uh, create new characters for the prison storyline because you've got ones that are already there. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So out of all those prison storylines that we talked about, Gemma, have you got any particular favourites? I just really liked Deirdre's... Um... And you've only seen so little of that, yeah, haven't you? It made it a really real did, impression. It really did feel as though if you took that... It was like its own mini-story. If you took those scenes of, of Deirdre out of, completely out of context and you kind of made them up into like an episode and you went, oh, this is an episode of a TV show about a woman who goes to prison, it, it feels so realistically done and sort of it all hangs together as its own independent story, um, that I think it, you, would, you would believe it was a, a show about a lady in prison. And the stuff that happens on Corrie now is just kind of bland compared to that. But like I said, they wouldn't better do it again. No, no, you're right. I mean, that, that one stands out for me for sure. And, and p- partly it's Jackie Dobbs. The, what a revelation. I mean, she came out and she's been in, she was in and out of Coronation Street for, what, 10 years or so after that. Ty- Tyrone's mum. Fake mum. There's been so many other, you know, prison cellmate characters that have been cast since then. I remember um, Peter when he was in prison with Jim McDonald. Jim wasn't his cellmate, was he? He was in with some guy called Eugene Cleland. And I remember the actor was called Fine Time Fontaine. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, that was his humour stage name. Um, But yeah, Jackie Dobbs is by far the most memorable... um, prison cellmate, cellmate mm-hmm. and it just goes to show that you need to you know if you, if you get the casting right just that everything for that prison just worked perfectly for that prison story it was a fantastic standalone compelling story mm. i think I've, i think at the time and, and and shoot me down if i'm wrong here i think we quite like the peter and jim in prison storyline together as well although i didn't necessarily yeah, like the fact nice that drama. jim in that was kind of the baddie Evil, yeah because I, I always wanted to see the good side to Jim McDonald. I think McDonald. I remember you saying that you were... Yeah, but he was there properly manipulating Peter and and Liz as well, trying to get... um Or trying to get Steve to... I think he tried to get Peter to get Liz to come in and visit him. But um that, that was quite fun. I just like seeing Jim again, to be honest. But, yeah, on the whole, I'm just not a major fan of prison stories. And... I, I'm not particularly disappointed that we didn't get to see a whole lot of Yasmin in prison last year. I, th- I think with that story, I-, I get the impression that that should have finished earlier than it did. And for COVID reasons, Yasmin's trial was delayed because she had that heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it feels like it feels like treading water. It feels like... Uh, and again, going to prison is not really a dire consequence for characters so no. it doesn't feel like when a character goes well, to prison a club now, aren't and they? because they've got their own set they're not even going anywhere mm. so now when I'm watching a court case with a character and they're you know oh what's going to happen I don't really care anymore because nothing nothing will happen they'll go to prison and that'll be that'll be so what and I mean like we didn't even mention that Kelly's in in uh, in custody at the moment waiting oh, yeah, for her yeah. trial for Seb Assuming that she's going to get out, maybe Corey will get sent down. I don't know whether end. Corey's going to die or if he's going to end up going to a prison, and I don't know how old he is, if he's going to go to a youth offender's place mm, or, or I think what. He's pr- but... Probably old enough to go to prison himself. No, maybe you go to Larchfield for a year or so, I can't remember. But it's just, it's just once you've had. The thing is, they've upped the ante and, and they've pushed it so far that there's no. 
it's not shocking. So the same thing, unfortunately, has happened with medical stuff. Mm. So, you know, big. we've had two quite sensational, quite prolonged and very um, tragic and horrific medically induced deaths with Sinead and um, Ollie in the past couple of years. And then we've had just no end of people in and out of prison. Mm. Like it's, you know, a holiday camp for... Yeah. for scallywags but as they've got the set I know but they think, should oh, get rid we, of we've got it, to use it. I, I, think, I think that they should there, there's some of those recurring sets like the hospital ones that I think they just need to say let's dismantle this for now yeah. let's think of somewhere new yeah, they need that to. people can go to and we'll ease off on the prison because yeah, it just doesn't have the same effect anymore no and it's I mean, they they don't really have a responsibility to society as a whole to, to do anything in particular they might wish to, but, you know, if you're talking about, is it really good to kind of make out that going to prison's no big deal and it has no effect on your life? I don't really think so. No. I think that um, it creates a stigma and I think it's kind of almost a bit oh, um, irresponsible to kind of make out that it doesn't have any impact mm. on your life. And it probably doesn't have an impact on your life when you live somewhere, everybody knows you and you're, um, you know, you get a job, you know, working wherever, nobody cares what your what your background is because everyone's also been in prison. Yeah. But that's not realistic, is it? No, not at all, not at all. They've I kind mean, of got themselves into a bit of a hole. The only time they've ever really addressed anything like that is when Claudia's getting mad about the halfway house opening. Oh, yeah. And they were moaning about that, about that. And we were laughing about how ridiculous it was because it, the whole street is a halfway house. Yeah, basically. But there, there's still... When I look at the characters that haven't been in prison, and there's a good, you know, three quarters or so of the characters, there's still so many of them where I think that Coronation Street could very well say, oh, let's throw Sarah Louise into prison. Let's throw... Even Leanne hasn't been in prison. Leanne gets into so much drama. It's a miracle that she's not been behind You've got, like, a list of people here that that could probably get wrongfully sent to prison. So you've got Eileen, you've got Jenny, you've got Leanne, Mary, Sarah, Toya, I can totally see Mary in prison. But my point I'm going to say to you is that almost all of them, apart from Mary and Toya have actually committed a crime that they should have gone to prison for. Like, Jenny Randall is over. Aline stole money off of um, Owen. Uh, Leanne robbed a, robbed the restaurant and tried to burn it down. Yeah. Sarah helps a, a man get murdered. Yeah. Shona, I don't know what Shona's done, but I'm sure oh, she stole um, David's wallet the first scene she was ever in. Yeah. We met Mary as kidnapped Norris, didn't she? Took him off. Yeah, she did. She, she pulled a... Um, what was so it? Misery. Misery on him. Yeah, and yeah. To- I think Toya tried to steal a baby, but um, with the help of the mum, so it doesn't really count. I think Toya's the goodiest two-shoes <laughs> yeah. of, of the lot there. Well, in that case, that, that means that definitely... it's almost definitely Toya that's going to end up in prison next. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it would not surprise me if, you know, 10 years' time we, re- we were to revisit this and some of those names that we just mentioned have been in prison. I I, yeah, I don't I think I could you. bear a Mary in prison storyline, no. though. She'd be too dramatic with it, wouldn't or she? Or she'd be too whimsical. And it, again, it would be like, well, this is just like Mary in Butlins, but you can't leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And the pool's closed. Yeah. So that that is basically it, isn't it? That is our history of Coronation Street behind bars. First 30 years, not much happened, but ever since then... They've just been ramping it up. Yeah, yeah. Really, to, to, a, to a kind of ridiculous degree, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and so I hope you've learned something. Yeah, this when we're listening to this today. So yeah, the, the really the point of doing this was just to kind of um, confirm what I think everyone's worst fears were, which was that there's far too much of people going to prison on Coronation Street. And you're yeah. right if you think that because that's true. And and people were asking us how many people who are on, yeah. currently on Coronation Street have been to prison, and we say, well, it's about a quarter of them. Yeah, actually. pretty much. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's it um, if, if anyone's got any favourite prison stories or whatever that you'd like to write in and tell us about please do we're at conversationstreet at gmail.com if we've forgotten everyth- anything I'm sure we have forgotten everything yeah. mm-hmm. um, let, let us know point out our what? mistakes it's not a crime so exactly exactly <laughs> you can get away with it are there any ideas for prison storylines that you would yeah, like to see yeah is there anything see? that hasn't been done I mean, there's there must co- be. We watched like eight, what, eight series worth of um, um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. I. It would be kind of fun if they flipped it into like an actual prison. Like, I was thinking about this before, about what could, what can Corrie really do to push the envelopes of what storytelling for a soap is about? And one of the things I just thought of was just turn it into a, a different show for for a few weeks. I don't think they would ever ever do this. I think it's too way too experimental, but they're kind of doing it a little bit with the with the teen story where they, you know, focus so heavily on the, those characters. But yeah, if, yeah. if just a bunch of them all ended up in prison together, what would that be like and what kind of what kind of things could they tackle? Cuz there's a lot of really serious, sad, tragic things that happen in prison. Mm. And a lot of things that they haven't ever focused on because they're so dark and they're also not part of the story. Yeah, I mean, I suppose they, they almost kind of went there a little bit with Johnny this year, didn't they? Because they, I remember yeah. them saying beforehand, oh, we're going to show the consequences of an MS sufferer in prison. And they, they, kind of, they kind of did for a little bit and then... And then it was over, and he took his pills, and it was like, oh... Was... Yeah, because it was self-inflicted. It wasn't quite as, mm. you know... If it had been due to neglect or kind of systematic bureaucracy failure of, oh, we didn't know you had to have those pills. Oh, you have to get this signed again by the, you have to get this signed off by so-and-so. I, um, you know, and they also had the guy like t- trying to take his medication as well, didn't they? Yeah, they like, did. Drug they dealing did. And things. But I mean, Orange is the New Black shows that there is, there is a wealth of opportunity. But you know, it's not, and... Yeah, it's not a documentary. No, oh, <laughs> and it's no, also oh, about no. the American prison system. Yes, it's not exactly is, the same, but a bit different. To... There's not been any any sizzling female on female prison Good. romances in Coronation Street. I mean, not... they've not been in there long enough to be, you know, completely abandoned the thought of ever having a man again. <laughs> Although we have heard um, that Tracy apparently, when she was behind yeah, bars, dabbled with that little bit of retconning there, didn't we? Um, yeah, that was. And then obviously, show. a lot of Orange and the New Black <laughs> was a little bit whimsical as well. But um, maybe, maybe Coronation Street needs to turn to something like that to get some inspiration the next time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, if anyone's got any ideas, do let us know. Or if you think that's... Um, who would make a entertaining prison inmate, maybe? Also, do you like the prison stories? Do you think they have too many at the moment? Or are they just enough? Yeah, we've we've been a bit down on them. But other people... And really, you know, but the, you like the thing is, though, if you remove the prison, you know, the consequences of, the prison, of being in prison, then... It, the consequence, you know, there's still there still means there's no consequences for doing bad things. Yeah. Oh, what a quandary! I know. I, I This is why uh, I we. It's easy to criticise, but I would not alone want to be in the shoes of the production team trying to trying to think of things to. It must be hard. It must be so, so hard to think of something that's fresh and new and and feels like it's never been done before. I don't. 
That's well. That's what happens when you get six episodes a, a week, isn't it? That's and you what, got, I mean, you you got eighty years. characters. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, anyway, yeah, we're gonna properly go now. Thank yeah. you for listening, everybody. If you have listened and not just skip to the end, um, <laughs> why would you? Yeah, that'll get us in touch. If you've got any prison things to tell us, yeah. And, um, have you been to prison? Oh yeah, if anyone listening yeah. has been to prison, we, and you, we won't you say we won't say your name or anything. You can be totally anonymous. Oh, we will if you how, like. How true to life is Coronation Street Prison? I've got a feeling I know what the answer to this one is. But, um, yeah, do tell us. Right in if you know. <laughs> right, we're going to go. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, ta for now. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Oh, oh, oh.